Football Manager Football Show, brought to you by scoreline.ie. It's the Football Manager Football Show, this is episode number 84. My name is Ken McGuire, and uh, who are you this week? Get your socks off. Get your socks off, get your socks off, honey. Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah, I think I'll go with that one. Yeah, that's kind of like a little bit of, uh, what were those guys' names uh, years ago? Um, the Pretenders. Nope. Because no, no, I no, no, would no, no, no. walk one million miles and no. I would Flight of the Concords. Your... Oh, I love them. And they have that business socks. It's business, it's business time. Yeah. Business hours are over, baby. Yeah, that's a song about premature ejaculation. Yeah, because when your business socks are going on, y'all know what time it is. But now, it's like do you know the CEO of the company that employs us was the flight of the Concord's manager? He was. He was. He was their first representative, and, and was responsible for introducing them to an Irish audience. And now, and now he's representing us. Mm-hmm. In the, in, in, in the sense that we're currently employed Empl- employed, employed yeah. here uh, to talk about football manager and football and all kinds of things he sees the value in us Kenneth he does to be fair uh, how's your football manager week been Shane? Uh, in what, what context? well <laughs> I don't know. Let's 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 talk a multiverse. Let's yeah. Tell me about the multiverse because I I'd like to get an update on the multiverse. I'll um, spill the beans on a few things that have happened on on the Hibs side of things. That's just why you're asking me about the multiverse. We'll, we'll you look just at, want to talk about Hibs. We look at some shout out side of things, and then we'll talk about whatever the hell happened last night. <laughs> yeah. Well, on the multiverse side of things, Preston are kind of coming back into it. I'm currently fifth in the championship. Missed my point. Uh, chance to go fourth brought in John Swift who people might remember from the old hard stays mm-hmm. so I brought him in absolute revelation as an attacking what really yeah oh he's completely unlocked like Cameron Archer again wow so I'm doing I'm doing alright but I've after having like a fairly easy run of games and I came away with a few draws when I should have won so on the Manchester United side of things I'm, I broke the game <laughs> I broke the you game. You did this before at United, didn't you? Not I've, have like a, a save years ago where you like you kind of looked in your bank account and you're like, I have nearly a billion quid in my bank account, but I already own everybody that's amazing in the that's game. That's worth having, yeah. So what happened was like I brought in Haaland and Zabarni and all that. I spent like 308 million, including like Ronaldo. Where did they, did they have that Sancho. money? Like, because well, this like, is only your first season, though. Wasn't I it? had a shitload of money left over, and they already brought in Ronaldo and all that. So uh, and I sold, I got like rid of a load of big wage bills. So um, uh, I've signed a few lads on a free. Nice. To come in next season. Okay. Oh, nah, nah. What's his name? He's coming from Ajax on a free. <laughs> so I might sell <laughs> Henderson or D- David De Gea. Uh, brought in Pablo uh, Dybala. He's coming yep. to come in on a free. And uh, Kylian Mbappe is also coming in on a free next season. So United uh, next season provided Ronaldo doesn't retire looks like Ronaldo's top goal scorer like Haaland Ronaldo, yeah because you had like well, you showed me a stat it was like 20, 20, 20 goals 20 goals, 25 goals, 25 games, games as a left midfielder so you will have uh, Ronaldo and Mbappe presumably jockeying for position on the same side yeah. you've got Haaland in there Fernandez is still hanging around doing Sancho Rashford see Sancho did his cruise Jesus Rashford like a midfielder I didn't really I didn't really build them up. I had to get like Jordan Henderson. And I had James to get Joe Moutinho from Wolves to come in for one point seven million. But that was a boost. You bring in experienced players. He was br- and he's brilliant. He's fucking Scott Fred. I tried. I, I cancelled Fred's uh, transfer to Shakhtar Don- Donetsk. Donetsk. Because I was like, nah, I kind of need him. Twenty five million vanillies. I'll sell him in the summer. Oh, okay. So I'll get rid because I got rid of Matic as well and only brought in. I brought Hannibal back from loan because I loaned him to like Korea for some reason. <laughs> 
And I was like, wait, no, I've, this is bullshit. And he's not going to play there for ages. So I have Fabio Carvalho, who came in on a free, oh, or not uh, a free, for like, 9 million. Uh, uh, I, presumably joined. off Fulham as opposed to Liverpool. I have, I have a team of attacking midfielders again. Jesus Christ. Well, it's not so bad. I mean, you did have a team previously of defensive midfielders and yeah. you still couldn't defend, but... And a few people are getting on to me there recently, especially in regards to the wrestling and stuff that's happening in the wrestling. Me and uh, Connor with one end, Searly, have been discussing AEW and WWE Clash at the Castle. Always mm-hmm. welcome that. Always welcome that. Love a bit of chat. Greggy Neely saying that we need to get like uh, fucking shirts that say fuck when a paltrow button like Latin. Oh, and he went and did the Latin research for yeah, us as well. Yeah, he certainly Thanks did. So Greggy Neely all the way down and the mate. Wonder if you enjoyed my Australia story, which I, has to come down by the way. Did I? Oh, I didn't take it down last night. I did. Well, take I didn't it take down. it down last night because I got entirely distracted by. I, what if I tore it down in work. Australia and they're like, well, "I've already seen it." The fucking ten people that probably watched it. No, because if you decide to go and tour in Australia, what's going to happen is Australian revenue and customs and probably the cops are going to be <laughs> sitting at the airport going. <laughs> Hashtag Australia story. Uh, we, we don't talk about this. We need to find. Uh, we need to have a little conversation there, you and me. Um, I wonder F- if FM Elder got the bugs. I I hope so because you know what I did. Do you remember the day and I showed you here because I was too. I was very busy. Packing them yeah. so securely and so lovingly, went out, weighed them on the thingy that we have outside for the like. We we have a thing in in here where we can weigh and frank our our post. So the postman comes along and everything is is paid for and done and dusted. So put the whole box together, priced it all up for the UK and did all the thingies. Put it into the box. Postman took it away. Two days later, it's back on my desk. Why? Because I didn't have a customs label on it. Because oh, you son of a bitch. because now you have to go through customs. To send a mug Fucking Brexit Out of the country This is the most Brexit thing That has happened Honest to God the most Brexit thing so, To ever Brexit So after all of that I have to wait Get a letter from the post office Telling me that I have to go Back to the post office Bring said letter Bring said parcel Go and get customs Declaration forms Will you just tell them We have signed. no mugs They're done They're gone You're treating FML They're like a mug No they're gone They're, they're done Pay the customs thing Pay the, all the other bits and bobs Enjoy the mugs they yeah. will arrive Eventually they will arrive Nicky Reeves been in touch Quite a good bit uh, Sending us on some Cool videos and stuff like that Says he's going to have a He was going to put his name in For, for the pot For the Chelsea manager job Oh yeah he should have done Graham Potter in there That's going to be An interesting one Yeah Tuchel was sacked We were both kind of surprised When the news broke During the week Yeah I don't think any, Well if you had asked me Who was going to be The first manager To be out the door It was probably going to be A toss up between uh, Gerard Lampard uh, and Brendan Rodgers no offence to Brendan Rodgers but Leicester are absolutely in the toilet so far this season and I don't know where they I don't know I don't know I don't know where they're going to get rescued from because they just didn't really conduct anything in the transfer market and all kinds of things seem to be happening at the club but I don't know maybe I'll go back in there uh, FM Elder did get on he had gotten relegated from the Premiership last season after getting promoted He's just done his whole kind of lifetime run at Barnes FC as well. Sold off half the team he'd recruited. Now, he's recruited based on statistics only. There's a little bit kind of money ball side of things going on. Money I, ball. I assume it's statistics as opposed to attributes. Um, but he's gotten players in from Ireland, Wales and Scotland, all complete unknowns. Uh, but already in the championship, he's currently in the playoff places, unbeaten, saved millions, playing great football. And he has his own stadium after like... Jesus, I don't know, maybe fucking twelve seasons or something. It's a serious, uh, That's serious, serious jobby. Serious, serious shift. In bit there. xenophobic, though, no? I, 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 what? A bit Brexit, like he's only barely Irish. 
connection. Why is he English, Scottish, and Irish people he's speaking? Yeah. Yeah, oh, sure, they're on his doorstep. So what about, what about the people from the other lands? Oh, Essex boys. Um, I have a... a actually, I, this, is, this is in relation to, to something for last night. Uh, on the on the Hib side of things, uh, I got my worst ever uh, beating, I think, in, in FM in a considerable amount of time. Uh, I have Hibs roughly... I think we had played the first three or four games of the season took wins in, in all of them, moved into the fifth game of the season, started to drop points just a little bit. Uh, and then we played our first ever Europa League game, at least under me anyway, because we had beaten Anderlecht uh, over two legs last week, get in, and I'm playing... Uh, who did Hearts play in the Europa Conference League during the week? Anyway, they absolutely tore me Your man that did the Michael Jackson documentary. Yeah, Martin Bashir. Um, so uh, I brought three new goalkeepers in. Well, I brought that's two. an underrated joke. I know. Yeah, I'm just I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking fine. about going. That's that was, good. That was kind of decent, to be fair. I did like. Um, I know there's all kinds of things that have happened about Martin Bashir uh, in the years since. Um, but uh, what? going back with Martin Bashir, uh, no, no, no. Uh, Martin Bashir when uh, doing the whole kind of bowl selected thing. Did he do Bo Selecta? Oh, did you not remember like the takeoff of Martin Bashir on Bo Selecta? God no, Mate. I was only t- I was too young to kind of really remember a lot Ma- of the Bo Selecta. Mate stuff. on his scooty. No. Oh man, it was so good. Look, you're talking about you're talking about comedy gold there now, but talking about comedy bronze, we're back out in Kilkenny Comedy Club tonight. You are. To Loads be fair. of jokes lined the way. Yep. And none of them are going up online. If you want to go check out Kilkenny Comedy Club, you book your ticket, you come to Kilkenny, and then we'll you do, experience we'll, greatness. We'll do a live football manager football show podcast at. Uh, uh, the first year anniversary of the Kilkenny Comedy Club and we will invite a very select number of uh, listeners and guests and have the crack. Yeah. And, and that's what we do. No one's coming. Um, Maybe Kahuna. But I went into Europe and I got absolutely spanked. 5-1, it finished. Uh, it's like it's a great Yeah, but you like being spanked. I got, a, I got to redeem myself just a little bit. But what I do want to say uh, is uh, to Jamie Tarrant or uh, at 2DPFM or 2DPitchFM. Jamie Tarantino, that's his new name. He went off and he made me some new kits. For, what? for Hibs yeah. Why? Yeah look at Why this Why do you make you kids? Did you pay him? Look at that Did you pay him? That is amazing No he just said he just happened to have He just happened to have some time we Where's just, my Orlando Pirates kit? We just got chatting Look at how tasty And you can see these on the On the FMF show um, Twitter account Look at how tasty they are Yeah they are pretty nice and look, to be honest the away one Is full on uh, If anybody knows Hurling The away kit uh, for Hibs Is full on uh, O'Loughlin Gales It is With a bit of tartan Thrown into the mix So you're totally hitting On the old uh, GAA notes But the third choice jersey Look at this Sexy out Black, dark green Tartan Different take on the logos You're going to get them printed up I am You're actually going to get them Custom made They're unreal looking Hummel jerseys I want all three of them On my wall In the office And then My life is complete Um, But uh, to Jamie Thank you so much uh, For those as well At 2DPFM If you want to check them out In particular Because Football Manager 2023 Has been announced It's going to be out On the 8th of November Uh, So people are going to be Looking for saves And looking for kits Uh, Feature wise We don't know an awful lot About the game so far you know, you can assume that things are going to be there. There was that ridiculous uh, story of a leak and other stuff that was supposedly floating around on Reddit uh, earlier in the week. But footballmanager.com has uh, all of the details. It's coming back on, on mobile. It's coming back on touch for the iPad. Ah, cool uh, shit. Uh, all the same problems are still there. You're going to be able to play it on your PS5 now. And it's oh, I've seen on, that. Yeah. That might be interesting. I've never done console FM. Did you do console championship I, I manager start, I started off on console. How did you find it? Uh, I loved it, yeah. It was cool. 
Um, is it is it easy? Is like it's the same as kind of like it fucking oh. sucks like with the keypad kind of thing. Did you have to use a keypad? Well, no, you use the controller. Oh yeah, that's what yeah, I'm yeah, saying. So yeah. you have do 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 S do 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 H do 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 A until you realise. I know, I know S that it's like yeah. it's a Croatian wonder kid that you're trying to search for and you have no yeah. idea how to do it on a joypad. Dimitri, oh, uh, how many fucking T's? Um, uh, last one before we get into things, and there, there's a few more shouts in there as well. Uh, Galatasaray have just uh, pulled the end of season transfer window uh, of all end of season transfer windows. Your old FM club, yeah, have one Mata in there, yeah, on a massive salary. Have Yusuf Demir in there for a steal. As a little kind of wonder kid. And a Cardi. And a Car- Maro Cardi is in there. Yeah, they, they've signed like half a dozen players and then more to get it. Uh, Martin Brommel was in. Says uh, he's looking forward to the podcast. He's all he's caught up all the way to Italy. Ah! He, he had gone about kind of like 20, 30 episodes in. Uh, he's now mad to go back there. He says it's about 10 years since he had a go in Italy. Turkey also sounded great. He's never done it before. And then uh, Darrell Thompson has been back in touch. He got his laptop fixed finally. He's had to load up his Glory Hunter save from the cloud in season two with Villarreal. He won't be doing a Glory Hunter. He's just going to stick to Spain, signing all the young Wonder Kids for cheap. Wonder Kidding. Yeah. If you want to talk about signing Wonder Kids on the cheap, Shane O'Keefe is absolutely your man. And then there's more tweets that are in there as well, but they're a little bit more relevant to the stories that happened last night and this week in South Africa. I put out a little survey after your MTN8. Is it MTN8? MNT? Oh, about the penalty shootout. Because I was in the final. Yeah, you got a cup final. I do, yeah. I have a cup, another cup final. I know, bloody hell. Yeah, you might be able to tell by my subdued attitude the way that went. Because <laughs> I'm not full... Like, we're both fucking... We're rocking on fumes here now today, Ken. It's been... You were, you've been up all night. I have. And, and I, I barely I, slept. I had to hang out with politicians all day long. Yeah, I looked at my uh, my Fitbit. It said on Wednesday night I slept an hour and fifteen minutes. Is is that legit? Yeah, seems to be. Okay. I was just tossing and turning in the bed, and then I had to get up because they're the ungodly hours you had me working, sir. Yep, they're about to get even ungodlier. You can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Where do we start this week? Who did you have first? Uh, um, I'm going to have a gooch there now I'm kind of thinking about going does this motherfucker have uh, getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning ain't happening back to South Africa fucking culture shock after that whole multiverse thing and then Mark Vart uh, is out for two weeks which is um, which is crazy because he's a Hungarian from Hungary obviously and we're up against Chippa United so you thought he might Chippa. be hungry for some chips oh he's Chippa mate fucking Very absolute good. comedy bronze right there then I realised when I was looking at my squad that I have absolutely no centre backs, no covers at all. I have two centre. Thought they're all like fifteen and sixteen. Yeah. Years old then I realised because like I had reserve and under twenty ones clicked, and then when I tried to click onto my senior team, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot. I have fifteen players, <laughs> and no centre backs. So I just brought in some young lads. So I completely neglected that area, and this is going to become a common theme now throughout today. Um, Kai and Mark Vart are injured, two arguably best players, but. Uh, you know, we'll see how it goes. Um, Zrelik is in. We got off the mark straight away. Malloy heads it in from a corner. We're one up after swapping from cautious to positive. And then nothing happens. And then I'm finding this a lot in South Africa. There's not a lot of fucking highlights high. Even though we're busting off shots. Uh, Half time, one up at 56 minutes. And then I really see my squad mismanagement because I have no balance. I'm trying to bring in like a fucking centre midfielder. I was like, I just have four strikers on the bench. 
a left back, maybe two goalkeepers. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Uh, so I'm relying on the... I, like I, I was relying on the reserves and the young lads before mm. so with a few injuries I'm kind of snookered now at this stage so I had no centre midfield and with about the 50 cup competitions as well that I'm in <laughs> it might get a bit dicey uh, 8 shots but only 2 on target then another corner and boom another goal this time was at the back of the post as opposed to the front of the post with Foster the new sign and getting on the score sheet I love getting back post goals yeah like the near post thing was that kind of thing. It was oh, like you know just you over, o- overload the near post and you're grand. You'll get goals for days, but it takes a lot more to get a good goal at the back post and yeah. create that space to either run in or get somebody with the right height in the right place. Yeah, look, at the right when time. you're working on your corner routines, brah. That's it. Yeah. Um, but didn't matter anyway. They scored immediately. Van Wyke. Nice. Yeah, that's his name. Yeah, fuck a shit name. He doesn't have a first name. He's just like <laughs> Van White. Van Wilder. Van but uh, yeah, it was a very well worked goal with some one two passes all the way from the halfway line. And then I'm like, oh no, we can't throw this away. We were up. I really need this win because I think it's only what the third game in the league, so I need to start setting a standard. Um, because we lost the first one, obviously against Sundowns. So uh, I go a bit more balanced and I go five at the back and try to start shutting up shop as the, my team is just absolutely tired, wrecked. And then one of the young lads, Majoro, comes on. He's a centre-back from the reserves. They get a corner, put in a big hanging cross, forces Montlong into a fabulous save, picks it out of the top corner. And Gubu then comes on, gets a chance uh, for salvaging me and uh, with a shot. They go close then on 88 minutes. I'm really holding on. They got six shots in the last five minutes of the game. And just as I type last five minutes in the game, I was like, there's going to be five minutes at a time. Julie fucking delivered. So <laughs> you're just like, oh my God. Because no doubt, there's either a few things that can happen where in five they, minutes Where did they time. get it? Where did they get the five minutes in? I don't know. But there's a few things that, like, you think about the fucking CONCAF. Or whatever, not the CONCAF, the the African Cup of Nations. AFCON, yeah. Yeah, AFCON. You think about that, the fucking referee blew it up, what, eight minutes early in one of those games. Mm-hmm. Why couldn't he do it here, huh? But like if you're in a game where you're sitting there and you're going, where's all my highlights? Mm. If the highlights aren't there and the highlights could be your, your injuries, your substitutions, your wasting time, your blah, 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 where do you get all of the extra time at the table? I have no idea. But you just know as well when there's five minutes that like, Oh Jesus five, five minutes You still have a chance to Like look at Fucking Atletico Was it Atletico During the week Atletico and Porto mm. uh, During the week The three goals in the game Came between like The 91st and the 94th Madness minute. Madness Madness um, I dropped my Attacking midfielder Right and left Into just right And left midfielders And uh, I don't have that This season I didn't have it last season uh, where, where you've got some Like if you've got wingers Where you've got people That can absolutely Be natural on on the, on yeah. the left and the well, right well like I, I don't I, it's just shutting up shop for yeah. the last then it goes to 96 minutes I thought there was 5 minutes at a time it's getting dicey then boom highlight comes up they get a free on the edge of the box now it's kind of like one of those frees that remember Rooney scored from the side mm. of the box yeah but it was a, it's a whipping one like they whipped it in <sighs> looks like it's going in starts dipping grazes the top of the crossbar ref blows the whistle 2-1 boom 2-1 to the Pirates fucking down the hatch and fucking fuck, walk the planky back fucking the fucking treasure trove all of that where's your pirateology thing? I don't know I'm too tired today too much of a pirate um, as a refresher on the French side of things we have because you're, you're into your third or fourth game of the season we have five games played in the league uh, before tonight so we opened the season with a 2-1 loss to Nantes uh, Raphael or Rafael Ratau with the goal there then we beat Marseille 2-0 granted they were playing with 10 men 
El Malali scored twice. We drew two all with PSG, having been 1-0 down, came back 2-1, shit the bed in the last two minutes of the game. We beat Lille 1-0. Did they actually shit the bed? No. Thank- have I. Thankfully. No, I'm just wondering. I'd say it would be a horrible experience. You wake yeah. up and you're like, oh no. Like you see it in Transpon. How did you do that on stage? How do you explain it if you have somebody in the bed beside you at the time? But you're like you you. What if they're the one that realizes you at Devious Theatre? Yes, did Transpotting. Yes. Now I know you may have been going more towards the book as opposed to the movie. The movie, correct. But in the book, and you have to pay an awful lot to adapt the book. Yeah, <laughs> and we did. In the book, does Spud shit himself? Uh, yeah. And did you do that on stage? Yeah, it's it's alluded. It was alluded to. Oh, you didn't have any- in the in the promo artwork when we did stuff like that. We we definitely went overboard in the photography and in the initial kind of yeah, the, the setup for it. I remember it. Um, but on on stage, no, it was more like this was a thing. It had happened. It had happened at some point during the night. It happened he, off screen. He comes, yeah, it, like he comes into breakfast, uh, the family, and he's like, he's standing, oh, does the shit go everywhere? He's standing there in his so jocks, he's still a prop poop, and he's got the bed sheet, and it's just. The did you have prop poop? Fully loaded. No. Because when they open the bed sheet, it goes all over them. Yeah, yeah in, in the movie. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah but no, not so not so much here. You try you try doing that in a the theatre and then cleaning up and getting ready for the next scene. We ain't got the book. Look, I'd prefer to watch a movie than to read a book anyway. If I wanted to read a book, I'd just put subtitles on the movie. Yeah, I think we paid a couple of grand to, yeah. to do the adaptations and that. I Madness! I'd have to be sure. Write your own stuff. It might have cost us like three grand. Like, in, which in you do. We do, in fairness to be to fair. Um, but we, uh, going back to the game, uh, we had beat Lille last week and then we thumped uh, Claremont 4-0. Four different goal scorers. I thought this is brilliant. We have form. We are completely against a run of play. We're inside the top six in the table. I think we were third starting off, and then we get lens. Still like len len lens lens lens. Len, maybe it's a silent end. Len, yes. I sing Who that knows? song. Steal my sunshine. Uh, they do steal my sunshine. Steal my sunshine. Bam, 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 also, just before we go into that, if you've ever shit the bed, let us know on the Football Manager Football Show Twitter. Yes, just say, FMF show. Just say hashtag I did that. You don't even have to tell us what. Just so we know, hashtag I did that, and you know what? We'll give you an old like. Yeah, we might even send you a mug. Seventeen minutes into this game. We are absolutely carved apart because nothing happens between the first minute and the 16th minute. Like a turkey dinner. Junippo with an, uh, a great goal, to be fair. And I watched this thing and I think I think we'd had like one or two attempts on goal before this happened. And, you know, you see somebody coming into the... You see, like in, in any game, when you watch somebody swap a ball from one foot to the other foot. So he was coming in. He looked like he was going to take the shot on the left-hand side. Oh, he just And then it was around. just like a little tap around to his right. Keeper is like, ah, oh, fuck, I don't know what's going on. And he just like turned around the keeper and in the and in the back of it. Actually, skip that cause, or pause it because the Hibs thing... At the rant that I, I forgot, David Gill, I had brought in from PSG. It's on the, the, the Twitter stuff from during the week. He was the one. I gave him his fucking first team start in that Europa League game and conceded four goals in the first half. He is now in the bin for the rest of the year. I feel so disconnected from the universe that we've just been building we've up. We've just been building up and now we're all connected and created. I'm so, like a fucking DC movie. In France... 
dun, dun, dun. Batmans. We have okay, last so one shite. We're one nil down. So Kaminsky, you know, he's he's got to be better. Thirty two minutes in, we have had less of the ball. We have had less of the chances. We are at home and we are getting absolutely schooled. Chihiri gets this golden opportunity right on the break, like the most amazing one on one side of things. And what does he try to do? He tries to be really fancy about it. He tries to float it over the goalkeeper. Goalkeeper's like, nah, I've none of that. Get to halftime. We're one nil down. Have a few words. No changes at the break. And now we're in El Malali again. Best chance of the half, which is only our second attempt of the game, at least on target anyway. Some solid build-up play. Another chance for a finish. He goes low to the right. The keeper follows him, goes low to the right. And then we get 10 minutes in. 10 minutes from the end. Oh, 10 minutes in or 10 minutes from ten, the end? 10 minutes from the end. Because I was like, if you're going to talk that much for, for the another remaining like 80 minutes, minutes, I'm going to sleep. I'm like, 10 minutes from the end... I'm chasing the game. We go three up top. We're piling on all the pressure, but it doesn't Like if you if you can pile on all the pressure and you're still kind of boxed out of their box, what worth is it here? We got three shots on target for the whole of the game. Uh, wound up being kind of like 50-50 we were so sloppy I asked them to kind of get stuck in because you know we're in kind of top 6 territory uh, won about 70% of our tackles average rating on the ben- or average rating across the team 6.64 fairly poor all around we finished with the 1-0 defeat we dropped to 5th uh, Mets and uh, Land going ahead of us uh, a rule number 1 do not praise the relegation threatened manager pre-game which he was the yeah. opposition's manager um, pre-game telling him that he'll be grand and he'll survive because then it goes out and all of his players are really happy and he's really happy and I got absolutely stuffed at every single turn in that one I get my revenge in a press conference a little bit later on but well, you don't, it wasn't you exactly don't three and because like, this is the first game of the night and then after playing all the hip stuff on, on, on Wednesday night I'm just kind of left going this is going to turn into one of these football manager weeks Last week was a great week. This week, not so great week. Yeah. How'd your next game go? Why did your voice crack there? Because I don't know, because I'm breaking down on the inside. Yeah, well, the games have come fucking taken fast. So fast. I'm going up against Baraka. I thought that was a vitamin drink. It is. The thing that you just fucking dissolves in your... In your... In your your water. I have no fucking brain today. Malloy is out injured, so I have to bring on Majori. Eric Malloy. Eric Malloy, yeah, and ha- people don't, won't get that reference. Sorry, they won't. It's such a local radio reference. Hayachi gets a start at left back, just because I like saying the name. Hayachi. And uh, so the back line is just fucked. Uh, Majori, the, the reserves. So I stay a bit cautious, and I'll change that as the match progresses. I've been getting into this quite a bit, you know. But then, boom, another corner. Majori. Majori was in for Malou. Get to fucking go. All the boys became him. I'm just realising that. Fuck. Is it a South African thing? Probably. I don't know. I don't understand the culture as of yet. I'm trying to integrate myself. But, and, In fairness, and you've, very, you've, only, you've only had like, you know, a half dozen And it's very games. fucking hard when you live on a boat, like, to be getting into the fucking... Oh, because you're a pirate. I'm a pirate, yeah, well done. <laughs> very fucking hard. Sailing the high seas, you know. When you're the master seaman that I am. Anyway. Uh, majority, no, my corners are just class. And then nothing happens again until halftime. And we're pressing. Until 43 minutes in, a lad called Kanate gets a, dinks it over my keeper. Little fucking cheeky little dink. A Majora. Majora. Majoro. Caught napping after his goal. Bollocks. 
One all now, so I'm going positive. Foster nearly puts his up immediately but forces a keeper save for a corner. But sure in class it does, aren't they? Uh, have, you, have you got tall guys for the corners? I don't even look at the height. I don't even. You're just like throwing. It's like any. Just like throw them all in there. Somebody will get their head in the ball. To be honest, I thought we we were a lot better on the ground than we are in the air, but evidently not. Anyway, and maybe they're just shit. Um, Foster nearly puts it up immediately. Forced that keeper save. We're so on top. A goal has to come. You know when you're watching it and you're like, oh, there's so much happening here that I don't actually think that we're going to score. I had a good feeling about this one. Uh, Pool comes off for Mohammed. Um, Pool has been dirt. So uh, we go two up top with Mohammed playing. Uh, Nadavlu then puts us ahead and then boom, they get a fucking leveler straight away. For fuck's sake, it's the last 10 minutes. I go more attacking. Two minutes later, 3-2. Foster, long ball over the top. He buries it. Foster then finds Mohammed clean through and he misses then another five minutes. It's three two. Another five minutes. Fucking extra time. And all, it's all kicking off here. Couldn't kick off at fucking halftime. Hey, Foster misses another chance. Then he gets pulled off. I know what you're thinking. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I didn't. Not, not in that context. <laughs> I wouldn't masturbate him on the pitch anyway. Maybe often. Go five at the back. They go along, like booting it up. They press in, but we immediately fire it back up the field. Mohammed makes a four. A little fucking oh, nice. Rooney of its own. Nearly made a five. We hit the post. We came away 4-2. Straight after my match, uh, in the aftermatch pre- presser, I click continue, and then I'm in a pre-match presser. <laughs> what? I'm like, why? Like, there's so, the games are just so much. There's so many competitions going on. I was like, yeah, there's that done. And it's the same guy from that fucking... Oh, that website. weird scam website. Have you just still got the one guy that turns up the yeah, press conference? Yeah, it's only the one guy. And it says, and he has loads of questions. Oh, what was it? One, two, one, two, three, sport dot something dot one, two, three dot Something with a disgusting JP. URL. Because we, we hit the website. Like, the website exists, but, yeah. like, Lord knows what the content of it actually means. It just reads very uh, foreign and very scary. Yeah, they did seem to come thick and fast. You had a, you had a fair few games. I had a few. I to batten down them hatches, huh? That's it. Same in the 70s. Like, I'd, I'd love to be rocking into pre-mass press conferences and be like, lads and lassies. Well, it's just the one dude. Yeah. So I'd be like, lad. And and lad. Well, no, it's just lad. Just him. Because you can't even say lads. Right there. He's like a man oh, like, Well, the chipper that's in town. Do you ever go uh, get a bag of chips off the parade? Chipper United? No, in Kilkenny. Oh, and, and this yeah. is for anybody who's one that's like attached to the... To, to, to the, the jacks, jacks. yeah, to the public so, jacks. So when you get, so any, so okay, so we record the podcasting in Kilkenny in Ireland, that we both live here. And when you go into Don't town, tell them where I live. When you go into town, like the centre of town, there's a there's a whole kind of open uh, area called the parade. It wasn't an open area until like in in more recent years. It used to be a car park for for the most part. Oh fuck it did, didn't it? From the castle, it was a car park. Oh the whole fuck way down. yeah! Remember, you yeah. could just park your cars there. Oh. I, I don't know why you, people park their cars there, but you could just park your cars. I there. forgot all about anyway, that. Anyway, now it's a big open space where there's like a farmer's market and Ferris wheels and, and all that kind of buskers. carry on but there's a massive you know Jack's toilet block uh, it's paid 20 cents to get in in the middle and uh, off the tail end of it on, on like on the top on one side the county council keep a, an office like for the people that work on the parade so you know do they? yeah you go and make a cup of tea and watch security cameras and all that kind of crap man I wouldn't have a cup of tea with a fucking thing connected to the public jacks yeah well, and to be well, fair yeah, I used okay. to work in a graveyard you did and the boys would be having cups of tea with all the fucking water that'd be running underneath the uh, nah, and I'd be like nah. oh, will you stop lads will you yeah, you want no, a cup no, of tea no. no but on the tail end of this uh, toilet block 
is a chipper because before the place was done up, this guy had a chip van, and uh, I don't know, it was kind of like a food? like a, a squatter. That was the yeah, that was the van, uh, but it was kind of like a squatter's rights type of thing. He'd been there fifteen or sixteen years; they couldn't get rid of him, so now he has his own little unit in there, and it's all grand cool. old chips, if I recall correctly. Grand old chips, but he's one of the only people I know that when it's just you at the window looking for a bag of chips, he goes, "How are you, lads?" <laughs> It's just like, are you seeing double or what's the story? No, no, no. glasses. No bother, lads. Yeah, yeah, ketchup, lads. Yeah. It's like, it's just, you know, it's, it's just me here. Are you broken, sir? But it's a, it's a lads thing. Are you broken? He's lovely. Yeah, but is he broken, though? Anyway, I digress. Bordeaux were next. Turns Bordeaux. 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 Uh, it turns out to be uh, not just a fine wine, um, but absolute art rivals to uh, Toulouse. I... Cannot lose this game, or I will I be in so much trouble. I shall not. I have to make a few changes here. I may not have mentioned this, but uh, last week's podcast. Yeah, uh, like wearing women's knickers. We well, never mentioned that. I'm glad you came. I out didn't with it. mention that on any podcast because I said because I seen. Nor I, will I? I seen the lace when you bent down there and out to pick up something. That there was earlier. it. I said, you know what? Fair fucking fuck. Kind of slips up me back yeah. there when my t-shirt lifts. I like the way just it feels bit. on my skin, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Going to hell. We're uh, talking about people shitting the bed. Nico, Nico Williams. Nico Williams. He did his hamstring last week. I haven't. I've been without Nico Williams, and I really need the help of Nico Williams this season. So he's got another two to three weeks go. Uh, two goals. So I have to make a couple of changes. Fuck it. Starts at right back. Fuck it. Uh, Angles is in the middle. Fernandez is back. My little uh, Man United under twenty one signing. Spearings and high. Oh, sorry. Uh, Fernandez is at left back. Uh, Spearings and Heigl have to go in the middle El Malali uh, Reese Healy and Ratau are up top uh, and then Jesus fucking wept six minutes into the game against Bordeaux Nicolo misses an interception absolutely clear as day the, he's the only player he's between close. the defender or sorry between the forward as a defender he's the only one between the forward and the goalkeeper the ball comes in across the box and he like he's six foot out to try and get it but he's still probably about He's probably a good, like, you know, three, four yards away from the ball. Uh, somebody runs in behind him. I don't know who it was. Sticks it in the back of the net. We go one in down after six minutes. Uh, in 35 minutes in, we get two corners, two clear headers, two clear saves. Bordeaux hit us on the break straight off the bat. We're lucky to get out of there just one nil down at half time. We move into the second half against this one. Heigl and Malali combining outside of the box. Couple of short passes. Reese Healy runs clear. Back of the net. Super tight on the offside of things. VAR gives it. We're back in the game. This is massive. It's one all. Wicked, wicked. Like we're Jogo we're just above massive. Bordeaux in the table as well at this stage. We get to the arrow mark. Another oh, header off a of free goes the bag and we just need to, I think I need to kind of work on set piece delivery. Uh, Engels this time gets over, but it doesn't have any trouble really, you know, doesn't doesn't bother the keeper at all. And then ten minutes zip by. It just goes, it's like the clock had said 60, and then all of a sudden it said 68, 69, 70, and then you get another highlight. And it turns out that the entire of the Bordeaux team, you know, the goalkeeper is all the way back, and he's probably come up to, I don't know, he's maybe like 30, 40 yards out of his goal. And like every what? everybody else is in and around my box. <laughs> so, hey. um but they're all there. So there's this guy called Zerkane. He gets his uh, he gets his foot on the ball, and then it's like, do you ever see? You know, you're watching those kind of videos of uh, young lads playing FIFA online, 
and he just know that this lad is absolutely out to torment somebody and he like he'll bring it into the box and then he'll roll it by and then this defender can't get it and then this defender can't get it and then this defender can't get it and then before you know it he's after actually running around and running through like seven or eight different lads gets in front of the goalkeeper the goalkeeper is just goalkeeper's fucking gone to sleep or gone dizzy at some stage at this point uh, and the ball goes in the back of the net and like I don't know it was a really weird thing like everybody just stood off this guy he waltzed his way through the box poked a pass the keeper makes it 2-1 I have to empty the bench I bring on Lacou I bring on Sanson I bring on Piper they're absolutely in full control nothing happens between 75 minutes and 90 minutes we get into uh, we're going home on it with a, a 2-1 defeat two losses on the bounce and a really kind of a, a tough start uh, to the night and this one is going to hurt the players more because it's against Bordeaux like Meta after beating Leon, PSG are pulling like well, not that I'm you know chasing PSG or challenging PSG for the league title they get a 3-0 win over Marseille uh, Lille put three past Nantes we drop down the table again uh, we still manage to hold on to just you know like Bordeaux have obviously crept up with, with the win we're level on points with them we're down in 7th Bordeaux are in 8th top of the table reads as PSG on 19 points and we're back in 7th on uh, 10 points we've got 3 wins out of 7 games we've got 3 defeats out of 7 games uh, everyone around us has lost once maybe twice PSG are unbeaten unbeaten yeah well it's going to be hard to be able to fucking you can't compete with PSG not in France you look at the history of it not a hope FM21 they won everything every year FM22 they're winning everything every year they fucking broke the game like I'm going to break it with Manchester United top of the league by the way Boop. yeah Sorry if you hear my fan in the background as well on my laptop. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I bring it's fans work, with it's me working, everywhere. It's working overdrive. I have fans everywhere. I uh, went to try and get Joe Allen. Why? To I South Africa? Because, yeah, why not? Like, Is he on a freebie? Yeah. He's not playing. Stoke got rid of him. All right. Liverpool's finest. Yeah. He didn't want to come. I liked him at Liverpool. He didn't want to come. He was. He had his moments. Yeah. But he seemed a come. nice guy. And then he well, went, no, he fuck went, him. He's not coming to South oh, Africa. He went all beardy in the end, didn't he? Didn't he have I have no idea. I've stopped following the career of Joe Allen a long, long time ago. <laughs> I only found... I was like, oh, yeah, Stoke. Yeah? Yeah. Because uh, I remember I had him in FIFA, I'd like to 18? say 17. 17? When I had my Stoke save going. Yeah. Maybe... No, it wasn't 17. It could have been before th- before then. Maybe 15. Oh, right. When I had my Stoke. I see, that's, that's, that's literally back in the day now at this Yeah, but I had like fucking Neymar and Ronaldo and all that's, that shit. Oh, Jesus. Anyway... I'm going up against Joe Mo Cosmos. Class name. I love these names. It's class. How are you finding not being in the same league, actually? Uh, you miss in, me. Like, interesting. Uh, it, like, it's it's a kind of a weird one because your games are on a Saturday, my games are on a Sunday. And if you've There's got... plenty of times for me to go for smoke breaks. Yeah. There was, like, I don't know. It's it's an odd one. We, we need to do a Christmas friendly because, obviously, like... I'm more concerned about the teams that are around me and I kind of feel like I'm in competition with myself whereas the last... You pay me good money because I am flying to fucking France. The the last seven seasons have pretty much been us in competition with each other and now it's like... With me coming out on top. Well, you know... By that time you fucking cheat save. Five times out of ten. Or or like when you scum save last week. No, when you cheated as Real Madrid. It was a fucking joke. Ah, I I didn't cheat as Real Madrid. I just... We were matching all the way through and then you go, I'm going to go Real Madrid. No, yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah. You had picked Atletico. I said it should have been Atletico Sevilla. That's the no. You picked Atletico, and then in Ken, the team of keeping Ken. things into rivalry, I said, "Well, sure, I'll be Madrid." Ken, I just have Ken. better squad management. Ken, you know it. No, Milan's fine. Galatasaray, Fenerbahce, fine. Wolves and Leicester after both being relegated, fine. R- Baca, River Plate, fine. 
bit of a discrepancy in Real and, and Atletico. Let the record fucking show. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Joe Mole. Max is at right back. <laughs> yeah, it was nice winning the Champions League. Yeah. And Asterix. everything else. Asterix. <laughs> Max is in at right back instead of Fury. I had James Madison at Real Madrid. Unreal. Yeah. And he barely used him. <laughs> I, was in, I was in a whisker of 63 million quid for Harvey Burns. Harvey Burns! They told me director of football to go back and get him and he was like, we've agreed a 63 million euro deal to bring nah. Harvey Burns in. I was like, the we already have to bring it in. No! You've already not to... happening. I yeah. love him, he's, but not happening. He's a sick team. Um, anyway, we start uh, more positive because uh, they've lost all their last three. Malloy is back instead of Majoro. Um, Mark Fart is back and Ma- Maella. Did you, did you ever explain what the Eric Malloy thing was for people? Do people know? Eric Malloy? Yeah. No, I never explained it. Tell, tell people what the Eric Malloy thing was. Eric Malloy is a Carlo soccer player that have played for a litany of different Irish teams before moving to New Zealand and playing professional soccer in New Zealand and happened to participate in the FIFA World Club Championship. Yeah. Uh, I think it was the same one Liverpool were in. Now, he didn't get... I think they went out against a, a Saudi Arabian side, mm. lost to them. Uh, he ended up then going to uh, Poland and he played maybe two seasons with a Stomel Utslin or something like that. Then he came back to Ireland, won a county championship with his home GAA side in the Gaelic football with Rathvilly. Uh, before now, he's he played with Longford. I think he scored for Shelburne in a trial against Chelsea when he was looking for a club a while back. But he's playing professionally now with Long or semi professionally. I don't know with Longford. But the takeaways, and you can see it on scoreline.ie, he's probably. I'm not going to say for definite because I haven't done a lot of digging, but he's probably the only man to participate in the FIFA World Club Championship while also winning a county championship. Definitely in Carlo yeah. with his home side, Rathvilly. But great story and a fucking gentleman to boot. Anytime we've asked him going, come on the show, have a chat with us and all that, he's like, hell yeah. There you go. Look him up. Eric Malloy, scoreline.ie. As, yes, as a lot of details, and, and the, probably and the a lot of my articles because I just fascinated with the whole story. And the backstory, well. yeah. And there you go. can go check out the Irish abroad. He's in that article too. Oh, he is too. Yeah. Where we look at the one guy from Kilkenny that played in the MLS for New England Revolution. Whoop. He has like a soccer company now over in LA. He was uh, initially been touted to. He was a right midfielder initially touted to play with the LA Galaxy and be drafted by the LA Galaxy, and then that was put to boot when David Beckham was signing the same season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, he went on to play one game with the New England Revolution before dropping a tear down. Class. But yeah, so many great stories there. Liam Brady, of course. Uh, Frank Stapleton. All these great stories about people. Louise Quinn playing with Fiorentina. But Irish people who have kind of... And we're seeing it a lot more, particularly now because of Brexit and Italian teams picking up some young Irish players. But um, back then it wasn't the done thing. People just kind of foregoing the English... Uh, way of playing yeah. and then going to uh, further afield like Josh Cullen playing with Anderlecht yeah you know that's that was cool to see there recently uh, who, who went to the Cypress side following Mick McCarthy uh, uh, Jack um, Jack Byrne Jack Byrne yeah Jack Byrne yeah, yeah. Jack Byrne yeah, well, ended, up, ended up yeah came, he was uh, Applewell was it was yeah Applewell Nicosia yeah anyway Jomo Cosmos I'd love to see if an Irish player played in the South African League. Um, now I tell the keeper to distribute it to the centre-back, right? That's the way I play. And then I seen he fucking boots it all the way to the left-back. 
that no one is standing on him. Nobody, like all the way to their left back, big long ball. Then their left back like freezes, like he's seen a ghost or something. Foster runs, just picks it off him. Runs from the center of the park out uh, to Foster's right, the, their left, and just grabs it. Like you know, in, in that movie Little Giants, where the like the young lad has a load of people charging at him, and he's just stood there frozen. That's what they, that looked like. That's what that animation on Football Manager looked like. Anyway, we're well on top, but no end product. So a fucking Demi Moore, because fuck Gwyneth Paltrow. Finally, Puel, my AMC, grabbed himself a goal after a very, some very lacklustre performances there recently from himself. Foster heads it to him from a free kick, which may as well have been a corner. And we get to halftime, 15 shots, five on target, and they've had none, 61% possession. Second half, another five shots, but none on target. So that was 20 shots of five on target. I'm getting weary now, as Kaiser Chiefs are well ahead in their game. Malloy... Though allays, allays my fears. Allays? Yeah, yeah. I'm a linguini genius. Of course it is. My fears um, with a headed goal to make a 2-0 from another corner. Uh, I make a few changes as I have Kaiser Chiefs up next. Ngubu is one of those changes. Makes it three with a neat finish. Then Ngubu made it four with another slick finish. Game's about to end and then Cosmos gets their first shot of the game off. And it was on target. I was snapping. 1-4-0 though. Class. Uh, Martin Brommel, by the way, as a sidebar to this, had been back in touch about his savey, 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 save saves. We mentioned, uh, you know, Irish abroad and going to America and everything else. He just twigged that with me that he'd been talking about um, uh, the lower league stuff in the in the MLS or whatever the tier below uh, the MLS is. He started in the bottom tier of the database. This is like a custom US. Uh, database side of things it's like it's the ninth tier amateur side back to back in America I didn't didn't know that kind of level of detail existed Uh, back to back promotions he's gone from an amateur side to now a semi-professional side which tied in the Longford thing oh that's cool Um, yeah and like I remember that being a thing like back in the look championship manager things years ago like because Kilkenny and all would have been definitely would have been semi-professional uh, if not amateur sites because like there's a whole different world to that because if you're a, I think it was if you were a semi-professional side when it came to training that you can only train two days a week you don't have a seven day training calendar so like you have a match and then you can you can you know like I assume it's kind of the same thing as like you know Kilkenny District League or Carlos Soccer League is that because everybody else is supposed to be off working and off doing other stuff that, you know, your match is on a Saturday or a Sunday and you'll train with the lads on a Tuesday and that's it. And then you have to figure out how do I get the most out of the team by just having like one or two sessions on a yeah uh, during the week. But he has a, a site called uh, Lone Star Republic, a very enjoyable save. If I get to the ninth tier as an amateur club in the US, that's a hell of an adventure. Uh, but that's a complete... A complete sidebar to that. I have alluded to, as you had your fears allayed, I am alluding, um, to the fact that the week in, in Football Manager just hadn't really gone to plan. You'd say, you, What did you say something? You had a quote last week about um, not leaving the table when you're on a heater. No, I didn't have a quote. Uh, Somebody Don Lovegrove, I think that it was. was. It. Or, or it was Greggy Neely. Uh, so like you know last it was that kind of a thing where I was on I felt like I was on such a good run with Hibs and stuff last week that when I started into things this week and the wheel started to come off and I'm left scrambling I'm going oh, fuck I'm making little tweaks and changes I know it's only over the course of two or three games but very rapidly something happens in the back of your mind and you start to feel like things are falling apart and then on the Scottish side of things went out and got whooped in a couple of games and the European game was a big one and I had just played that and then come into the first two games for the French save last night 
that I needed a big win and I needed a big performance and we were going up against Laurie and ah, had to go. So we go again. We swap back. A uh, little change formation settings. I'm playing one up top. I've been playing two. And then to kind of try and chase goals, I'd work it out in training where I could I could train the three up top tactic and go with that. We're in seventh. They're in 15th. Surely to God we can get three points. A win would lift us to sixth. Yeah. Provided that Nice, you know, play ball as well. Nice. We're, we're already nine points off the lead. We're avoiding relegation at all costs. That is the plan. Uh, we've got three wins. We've got a draw. We've got three defeats. I've mentioned that from seven. We still have a positive goal difference. Just for now, I think our goal difference going into this game uh, was plus four. I was like, well, that's okay. But it's being chipped away at because we had the 2-1 uh, defeat uh, last time. We had the 1-0 before that as well. So we've conceded a few goals. Healy has dropped back to the bench. His mistake in the last game led to that second goal from Bordeaux. I may have neglected to mention that one as well, but he gets to sit in his arse. We haven't beaten Lorient in four games. Look back at the previous history. I wasn't there. This is my first time playing it. But they've, beat, uh, they've beaten Toulouse four times in the last two seasons I start El Malali on the right wing not full fitness it's flagged but he's going to get a run uh, Busquets is also back in midfield as well four minutes into the game my new signing from Circle Bruges Canute with the opener I've also started a young fellow by the name of Sanson uh, for Healy and he did it all he like made all of this work it was class he got the ball to Ratao on the edge of the box Ratao has a chance to shoot from distance I say distance 18 yards uh, but just like rolls it on Canute is coming 18 yards in. is a distance it is a distance it's grand it's not like 30 yards but it's still from distance. Um, he just rolls it to Canute. He's kind of running in behind him. It's like he can just hear Canute. Or his, you know, you just have visions of Canute going, leave it off, leave it off, leave it off. I hear leaving you. So he does. And he smacks it and he thumps it into the back. And then four minutes in, we're one nil up. Six minutes, as in two minutes later, because four plus two equals six. Sansone takes a corner. Route connects the header. Two goals in two minutes. And I think we are cruising. 11 minutes in, they're throwing men forward early. They hit the box, they hit the post, there's a goal mouth scramble, the keeper's on his feet, the fucking defenders are coming back in numbers, and we fight on. This is brilliant. 20 minutes on the clock, it's 3-0. This could be over as a contest. It's just the kind of a game that I need. Busquets is in the box, he's fed from Chihiri. The goalkeeper thinks the ball is offside. I'm guessing that's what was going through his head because he doesn't even move. We're really clever that way. Ratau just holds the line, pokes it toward it, makes it 3-0. 25 minutes in and just a general observation from the first half is that we are flying this is much better stuff all around we've defended really well Uh, Lorien's shooting to be fair has been all over the place we've had 8 shots on goal we have had 7 of them on target we've put 3 of them in the back of the net it's been class half time it's 3-0 all the boys are happy and say right this is it this is what we do we dig in and we show people what we're made of Next kind of 20-30 minutes, flyby. 72 minutes, Busquets adds a fourth, just after I've brought on Fuckett for Chihiri as an attacking midfielder on the right-hand side. Piper is on as well in the back of the defence. Nikolulu, he's out. He's just tired. He's played a couple of games already this season. Three minutes later, Sansone has a goal of his own, and this is class. This better be in the the goals when we come to, I don't know what month we're in here, September or October, give or take. It's an absolute peachy. Beats the offside, right foot, bottom left corner, 18 yards out. Keeper is at full stretch. He has no chance. This was such a good goal. And just as I think the goal scoring is over, Ratau pops up, and we are on fire. 
day. Busquets to Sanson to Ratu. He chests a bo- like a ball is coming in. It's coming in from over here. Where? Comes in from over here. That's oh, fucking oh, more than 18 oh, yards, motherfucker. And it comes in and it drops in and it drops in like this. And then you just see him and he's he's looking back. He's looking back and he chests the ball and he turns into it and he hits it on his left. Man alive. What a hell of a goal. There was still 10 minutes to play. You got fairly animated there, Ken. I did. I did all the actions in the studio. Yeah, fucking curb your enthusiasm. I'm getting ready for when we put our cameras in the studio and then we can just stream all of this stuff. I think it should. There's a lot of things that you're saying now that's happening. I priced a camera kit during the week. I have requested a camera kit from during the week. Expensives. Grant. Expenses. Three cameras. Seven. Thousand euro. Uh, All three. Like, I'm not chipping in. No. I mean, we'll, unless, we, unless we get that merch out there. We get the merch out there and then we take the money and then we take the thousand euro and then we buy some cameras. No, I, we, no we, we don't reinvest in the merch. We pay our electricity bills. We pay the electricity bills because <laughs> cost of living, because energy crisis, because cameras and streaming and money and A plus B equals dollars. Yeah. That exactly. is exactly the formula. 6 0 it finishes, Shane. It was just the kind of game that I needed because I thought okay if we got out of this with like a draw or something the, the way that we've been playing but we hadn't bet them in ages but nailed it and I said this earlier nailed it in the press conference I am fully convinced that the answers that I gave in this press conference yeah because I paid like way more attention to what was going on completely set the mood for the players and for the opposition the win was coming the win was needed Ratao's up top plays all 90 finishes with a 10 Sanson playing as a a shadow striker just behind him in that kind of AMC pocket finishes with a 9.7 we get to the manager rating at the end of the month we got an A- minus. I got a B- minus. unreal the board are delighted with the leadership qualities you're demonstrating they're concerned about finances. They didn't like the fact that I lost 1-0 to Lens. It's like, I don't either, but they're second in the table. Shut they up. They fucking hate most of the transfers that I've made. The board, that is. Not the fans seem to enjoy why? it. Why? I don't understand why they're... Like, like the band... They, the fans have, like, Lyle Foster as an A, where the board have him down like a D. It was like, he's the top goal scorer in the league, you stupid dicks. Yes, you, could, you could be sacked over that. Nah, nah, I'd be grand. The finances are all in order. I haven't overspent whatever. And speaking of slagging off, well, or pre-match press conferences, I slagged off the Kaiser Chiefs manager. Oh, this is your cup game? Manolo Diaz. No, this is the top of the table clash. Because oh, I'm yeah. second and they're first. Is your cup game next one? Uh, I, I don't know. They're, so, they're just running into a, to each other, man. Uh, so I have Kaiser Chiefs at home. I slagged them off before the game. And they're one point ahead of me. I have Max out. In I have fairness, Fury Ruby in. was the only decent track. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Their first, their first album, Employment. I've seen them live twice, right? Okay. Their first album, Employment, is a fucking gem of an album. Everything after that. Like, I don't even really like Ruby. But I don't like songs that name women like by their name. So Eleanor Rigby. No, I do like that one. To be fair, Shakira, Shakira. No, but like, <laughs> but generally, it's like, like do a Shakira impression. Boom, there it is. Yeah, right like, there. why don't you come over Valerie and that kind of stuff? You yeah, know? like just let it be ambiguous because it could be about any type of woman. Then there you go. Yeah. I don't know Michael Jackson did like my, my Mysterious mis- Girl No it was Liberian Girl No Mysterious Girl No Peter Peter That's Andre Peter was Andre. Mysterious Girl Yeah Okay Michael Jackson was Liberian Girl Liberian Girl I don't, I don't I can't sing I can't What's the song that has Diane in it? A little story About Jackie Diane Oh yeah And I went up Sorry I just seem to know Michael Jackson's Then I went up to Diane I was like who the fuck is Jack? Who's Jack Diane? Who is he? Little boy. He's back in the about island. A jack and anyway, 
Kaiser Chiefs, grand old band, back in like 2006, hey. I got cautious into this one. Open in 10 minutes, it's all me. Six shots, four on target. Nothing to get a night about as of yet. They get a shot on 15 minutes, but it's a nothing shot. They go for a long ball a lot. And I have my defensive line... Like Very not, high? No, no, no. I've I, I've dropped it back quite a bit, so I've tweaked a lot of my like, like to lord. No, not to low. Maybe a bit standard. Okay, it depends on who I'm playing. Um, just we, like just like uh, sorry, no, but just like as a safety net against long balls. Yeah, or? pretty much. Yeah, over the okay. top fucking stuff. Because I was looking at the pace. There's not a lot of pace there. But then I was like, are will it be going up against a lot of pace? Probably. Have you enough to counter? Like, if you're if you're if you're sitting if you're sitting that if you're sitting deep, like, where's your where's your line of engagement at? My line. Oh, I've dropped that back a bit okay. as well. Now, unless I'm really trying to attack, and then I'll try and push them up. As so well. more more space between the forwards and and the boxer, the yeah, EMC yeah, and the box. Okay. Yeah. Um, or maybe that's why all my goals seem to be coming from corners. But we take it down. Malay to Madvark to Indlovlu. Back to Mark Vart, and they combine so well on the pitch. The cross comes in from Mark Vart, and Foster gets a seventh league goal with a header. Seventh, nice. With a fucking another header. Unreal. Jesus, we're all over him in this game. Pugh then hits the post. We end up hitting the post three times in total in this game. Uh, and I'm like, we're going to live to regret all this domination. Because, like, one score, they're back in the game, but they've only had that one shot. At half time, I tell them, lads, you're fucking brilliant. And that's never worked out for me before because I rule by fear. Fucking iron fished by. Ho, ho, ho. Lads, lads. Pirates, Shane. Pirates. Say those euphemisms. I don't know them. Back onto my lingo. Let's pillage the bastards. There we go. Piratelingo.com. Yeah. Piratelingo.com. It is actually. It's like with a quick shout out to Piratevoyages.com forward slash pirate hyphen lingo <laughs> forward slash. <laughs> Piratevoyages.com. Yeah. Let's hey, maroon you, the bastards. You want to go on a pirate voyage? Talk to our agents. Piratevoyages.com. And it's just a lad Forget. there with a fucking hook for a hand going, I, I've seen some stuff. I've seen some stuff. Uh, the, the parrot. Ah, oh, he has. He has. Seventies. Yeah. Anyway. Second half, it's more of the same. Kaiser Chiefs are not doing anything. A few changes, I put in Zrilic instead of Puel, so that means I, I bring Zrilic into the centre midfield, and then I drop uh, one of the lads back then into defensive midfielder. can't remember his name, I'm sure it starts with an M. Uh, time wasting, etc. They still have only had one shot. Another game, another fucking five minutes at a time. 18 shots, 11 on target, hit the woodwork three times, five minutes at a time. What do you think happens? Go Lazio! No, you're wrong. Oh. Ends 1 0. We're top of the league, bitches! Boom! That's three wins from three. That's quick math, motherfuckers. Everybody has walked the plank. Yeah. Fans called me a tactical genius. Uh, like That's a bit of a stretch now, to be fair. Yeah, and Manolo says that he's unhappy with me. Fuck him. I went in to see the board vision <laughs> rating because I was like. Look, you give me a B minus, I bet the lead leaders. A C plus for that performance. A fucking C plus. That's a bit tough now. Absolute fucking wank bags. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have any more games? I have one more game. I, I do. I've got one I've got one more game. So I'll fly through this one because your one more game is your is it's your cup final. It's your cup final game, isn't well, it? I put the suit on for this. So my one more game is very quick because I will be totally honest with you, I have no idea what happened because I ended up taking like an emergency call the in, radio in the station middle of the, on fire and in the, the middle of the whole thing. Had to get 
And Shit's you know, I've got new remote software, and I get to do stuff. You know, like control things from behind the scenes, which saves me a, a fair bit of driving, like and really late at night. Not the most ideal when you're up against Monaco, who have now become second in the table. And you're thinking I'm going to get absolutely screwed out of this because I was looking at the Monaco team beforehand and going, "Oh my god, the Monaco team is so good," uh, and I'm troubleshooting broken KVMs and and keyboards and stuff. And you know, these things happen. These things happen in the life of an engineer. Um, so I'm not exactly sure what happened between like the start of the game at halftime other than by the time the phone I got off the phone for the first time we'd made it through to the break scoreless uh, I don't know how many ch- chances we had I do know by the end of the game it was like to lose held scoreless I was like were, were we genuinely the better team against Monaco I don't think that was the case so I have to make a couple of changes uh, Busquets was carrying an injury from some point early in the first half so Heigl comes on as a centre midfielder and Reese Healy comes on for Sandon. so myself and Reese have gone and made up during the week Sandon's not really cutting it I, I think he just like emptied the gas tank against Lorient because he'd had his hand in two goals and then he scored the fourth or the fifth one himself Fernandez has been booked we've been cautious the entire game like I haven't played cautious football you know I like to play like balanced to positive this season has been a lot of just like attacking from the off try and do something inside the first half an hour and then gradually slow it down and then like ramp things back up again but we've just gone cautious and slow and deliberate and short passing for the entire of the first half but it's grand look the game we get to nil all at the break a point stolen against Monaco not too bad so I don't know what happened in the second half either because I got another call Mm. gas thing is right we ended up having 18 shots against them like we had an awful lot less of the ball. It was sixty something percent possession for Monaco, um, but they couldn't. They couldn't get near our box. We could still play cautious. We could still play slow. We could still play defensive football, and work the ball into the box. And ended up having eighteen shots against them. It was away. Fair enough. Uh, we've only got one win in our last five away games. Like PSG was in there. That was a draw. Obviously, had the, the one of the defeats uh, in, earlier in the evening was away, uh, and this one was a draw in Monaco. But I'll take a point against Monaco in the same way that I would have taken a point against PSG. Um, it, it means that, like for me, for this week, the night ended with like two losses. They were both narrow enough with the big six nil win. We had a scoreless draw where we probably should have won. Uh, it, like even the XG against. Um, against Monaco was like 1.81 compared to like 0.6 the chances were there but the conversions obviously weren't uh, I could have maybe pushed it from balanced or you know pushed from cautious to balanced and try and play, and, like, play that but I think if like you should have gone Leroy Jenkins no but see this is the thing I don't want to go Leroy Jenkins because I want to try and get something out of the season I don't want to go like full on Leroy Jenkins well and look go, like, PSG t- fucking Leroy Jenkins the transfer they, market he they, who Leroy wins Rodders he who wins he who dare wins he who does wins uh, so I genuinely look I genuinely I wasn't in the game at all so the way uh, we're looking in France we are almost a third of the way through the season we have uh, nine games played uh, PSG are top of the table after nine games uh, they're still unbeaten they've got 25 points out of nine they've eight wins and the draw which was me otherwise they'd be like nine games one in a row uh, Lens are in there they're already seven points behind after nine games in second 
Nice with 17 Monaco, Marseille and Met are on 4, 5 and 6 and 16 points and then there's us knocking on the door saying hello Mr. Relegation Candidate but we've now got 14 points we're halfway to last season's points total after 9 games uh, and we are uh, over halfway to last season's win count as well Yeah well Ken I'm top of the league I already have a black carling label cup trophy in my back a pocket and now I have another cup final I'm in the MTN8 final versus the Sundowns the Sundowns the team who defeated me in the opening day of the league and the opening day of the league twice once twice when did it I only lost once no they bet you twice because you saved scum the first one when they had beaten fuck me. off <laughs> fuck off did you that's forget bullshit. that bullshit I hold a team meeting I hold a yeah, team meeting see, remember what happened did you tell people people that haven't listened people that may have glossed over the fact that you lost your first match last week and you're like oh I need to play that again it's like why oh cause cause I, they, they cause, sent me on cause, holiday cause I wasn't I, able to play I, cause I put myself on holiday cause true I was, to tradition cause I, I lost the game again yeah. like oh, what, what more do you want from me see there you go what more do you want from me Kenneth they beat you twice Twice. They didn't know. Technically, they didn't beat me the first time, so they bet Orlando Pirates. But I wasn't there, so they didn't beat. Me. <laughs> You're too busy hanging with the under twenty ones. <laughs> fucking bullshit! That fucking. Anyway, I hold the team meeting. It goes well, Kenneth. It goes well. This is the first time I've seen a packed stadium. They're all out for the final, and I have a bit more of a balanced approach. Uh, that left of the field when it kicks off is just a joy to watch. There's some great link-up play. Mark Fard has been him and Foster just unbelievable signings and very fucking intuitious by me very good initiative intuition initiative Linguini genius motherfucker (laughs) players are very tired though because there's so many games all these games happen within the space of three and a half days All, all four of them um, lovely ball from the right back to Inlovelu sets him free so Inlovelu plays as my attacking left midfielder right back boom all the way over but he doesn't place it should you know in training like can you work on placing shots I know you can work on finishing but you can, actually you can work on um, in, in your training so you want to work on individual like, in, like on the individual training as a, as a trait that Finish, you can finishing. develop yeah, well, you, like finishing is finishing is finishing, and is you know is your composure, is your finishing, is your shooting, is your fucking headspace, is your agility and your movement and blah de blah. But you can work on a trait of knock it past your opponent when yeah, you're, so yeah, place yeah. places shots or you know places shots with power or whatever. Anyway, the, we get a corner from a, the resulting corner nearly fucking pays dividends, hits the crossbar. We are so dominant, and I'm like getting into this now. I'm like, I want to win this competition. But really considering like all of your fans paid all. The that money for all those uh, beer tokens for the, that was in the beer. other one that was in the Black Carling <laughs> Label Cup they've already had a day out and want to give them another one right they deserve it <laughs> half time uh, they have been just reduced to one shot uh, the team is so fucking tired up Hugh then blazes over the bar so I bring on Mohammed who's up top with Foster I can't have extra time because I can't afford it because I have like the the African Champions League up next. I'm playing a team from Liberia, actually. Funny that you mentioned that. Liberian girl. I have no idea what that song is. Yeah. I go positive. 12 shots, but only three on target. I bring in Gubu on for Larch. Mark Vart won't be far coming off also, but then I look at 
penalties. I, I actually had to go in and see his extra time for penalties, and it was like, oh, fuck, it's extra time, but Mark Fart's fucked. Uh, three minutes extra time, and then nearly go fucking score. Then last minute, Foster has a 1v1, and this happens all the time in Cups, and he absolutely fluffs it. Hayachi then on for Mayela on the left, because Hayachi has a better penalty uh, than Mayela, but then uh, they get a corner. They barely head wide, and then we go through extra time. All my players are absolutely in bits. I slow down the, base, uh, the pace of the whole game. I'm not going for an extra time I regroup uh, I take off the counter attack and second half of extra time I'm going direct and long one of their guy on a yellow fouls no fucking card you can assure you if he had got that red card I would have gone for the juggler is there VAR in South Africa uh, it doesn't seem to be no uh, so I readjust and uh, then I go get to penalties comes down to penalties and that's yeah. what the screenshot people had up last night now this is what really fucking pissed me off right all my best penalty takers well I only had two fairly okay ones one straight up Foster who's my top goal scorer straight up said I don't want to take a penalty yeah and that, then, that's a bit ridiculous now yeah and then Mark Fart who's probably my most assured player said he's anxious and then all the lads are like comfortable and they're all like yeah why, why would you be comfortable you have a fucking penalty rating of two you dickhead you think yeah that was Matt Long the keeper I'm comfortable taking one <laughs> I give it a crack like you Composure know. of six And penalty taken at two Yeah give it to me <laughs> I'll take it So my third one Is ha- Hayati Who was the guy that I brought on Just for penalties Because yeah. the other left back Wasn't great And uh, he gets us off the mark Then they score Then Mohammed, The young gun Number two Stepping up when it counted Sundowns then They score Then Sundowns miss one And we score they miss another and it's all down to Mark Fart, the guy who said he was anxious. He the was guy scared. who said he was anxious. Before you say, before you tell us what actually, what happened, what actually happened. Uh, David Lovegrove says you should have sold him, dropped him to the under 12s. Yeah. Uh, That's generally what I would like, have done. Like, un, like under 21s, fair enough, but under 12s is... But uh, I don't know how much this rating matters, right? Because Martin, it might... Martin it, Brommel? Sorry. Yeah. Slap him across the face, tell him to man up but then put your arm around him and tell him that if he misses, he'll always have a career in the ads for KFC to fall back on as he won't be playing for your team anymore. Yeah. That's very much in line with your management, so. Yeah. Also, a big shout out to Keith Tinker who wrote underneath a post i just seen there saying, might give it a listen. Yeah. Finton <laughs> Robbie Doyle. Finton Robbie Doyle. He does geography. Yeah. He'll know all about South Africa. He would. Um, but, I don't know how much this penalty rate matters because I have Daniel Johnson for Preston, right? Breaking universes again. Going to my multiverse of madness. Daniel Johnson's 18 rated on penalties and I think like 16, 17 composure. Out of the six penalties he has taken from me this season, he has missed four. That's that's a lot. Like statistically, you look at it and you think that should... That 18 rated penalties. That, that should add up. Like you have anybody that's over 12, 13. They're on set pieces yeah. instantly. Fucking long throws, corners free kicks whatever the case is and it's the same story and your and your your coaching staff will tell you the same if you have somebody that has a penalty rating of 18 you know 99 times out of 100 they are top of your list they are the first person that's on that that sheet yeah anyway. were they were they were they missed were they saved or what yeah, was the story a few of them were saved yeah so anyway Mark Fart second I think it is now 3-2 in terms of penalties they have taken 4 I have taken 3 so Mark Fart can send all us pirates into jubilation. Like we found fucking Davy Jones fucking locker by. He steps up and boom off the post and in 
to the back of the fucking net. Your MTN is champion. The fucking master of the seamen and the high seas. Shane O'Keefe, Macy's, and the Orlando Pirates. Yar, yar. And we get a lovely trove of treasure of one milli vanilli for our win. Oh, nice. Yes. That's decent money. There's two trophies, Ken. That's like the, almost the entirety of your transfer budget for the summer. That's two trophies. That's not bad. And top of the league. <laughs> How does it feel to be winning stuff again? I have, what do you mean? I'm always winning shit. Really? Bar the time what'd that you win, I didn't what'd win, you win in Scotland? Uh, manager of the year, you fucker. What'd you win in Italy? Nothing. See, guy, I won a nice severance package. You did win a nice severance package. <laughs> Actually, I wonder, was that a thing? I don't know if that's a thing. Like, obviously, you know, the likes of, say, uh, you know, even managers being acquired. So uh, Potter goes to Chelsea and, Ch- you know, Chelsea obviously have to play Brighton a sizable sum for whatever his exit clause yeah. is. Two get sacked uh, unless there's something glaring in his contract no, no, that you says to, you will be like, terminated you've you got to pay the run of his, the rest of the run of his if contract if you try to sack your staff yeah like there's you've you got to you you pay, pay them off because you know you, what would be great though you know what would be a really nice caveat in there right you say you get sacked and uh, all your career earns and stuff maybe uh, is minus basically living expenses or whatever and then like you need to get a job straight away because your money starts depleting Right. Say like if it lets you go on. Right. You need to buy a house because you buy a house, and then your money starts depleting. Then your money gets to zero. If you can't get a job, you die in the game. <laughs> you can't feed yourself. That'd be great. Like you know, it'll stop people fucking. You know, sitting around going, that's I'm going to wait for this that's job. That's a very, for that job. very. That's a realistic, very weird. Managers scenario. need to or just go uh, become <laughs> super value manager, supermarket manager. Then. Just go, go, just expand the whole universe. <laughs> the universe becomes you walking up a another generic supermarket, kind of you know, yeah. ta- tactically positioning bananas and tinned peaches on shelves yeah. because you think, geez, actually, do you know what? A bit of height in the bananas now today, and we could like you can still apply for jobs in in the soccer, but you need to fucking make bread to stay alive, like in the game. That'd be great. <laughs> Football manager in every sense of it. Like, what the fuck happened to Alan Kerbishley? Dude, is Alan Kerbishley still alive? Signs, signs a seven-year contract. He doesn't need to work. He went from Char- he went from Charlton to West Ham. He signed a seven-year deal at Newcastle. You would assume if Alan they get Kerbishley, rid of him. not Alan Kerbishley. Yeah, Alan Kerbishley was not at Newcastle. Who was at Newcastle? Though? You're thinking of uh, Alan Pardew. Alan Pardew. Sorry, of Alan course. Kerbishley. He, Alan he Kerbishley like, was. He got like Charlton. Uh, up. Charlton. Yeah. Remember yeah, yeah, Sasa yeah. Illich? Yeah. Oh, Kerbishley retired, didn't he? Uh, then Donker, no, not Den Donker. Den Donker gone to Villa. Uh, well, like Alan Kerbisley was sixty four, right? Yeah, uh, he's sixty four currently now, and his last job, I believe, was with West Ham as a manager, um, and that was was back from two thousand six to two thousand and eight. So he managed Charlton from nineteen ninety one till two thousand and six, right? That's yeah. a long time. Then he goes to West Ham, and then he's out of the game. Yeah, two thousand and eight. That's fourteen years. I'm on his wiki. He's not dead, but like. He he could be like no one knows where he is. <laughs> I don't know, but, Alan, if, Alan, but if you if you Alan, to, if you're listening, but if you're let us know you're okay, buddy. If you're earning ten grand or twenty grand a week and you're smart about it, even in the nineties and you're earning some mad money, that's some serious cash that you're able to put aside to get you into the mid noughties. I had that pile of cash and I didn't need that headache of having to manage a football team and everything else that comes along with the new commercial side of the Premier League. I'd be like, do you know what? I think I'm all right. Over here? No. I've got my nest egg of like a lot of money and, Look, l- and legacy to fall back on. Any of our UK listeners, 
if you happen to see Alan Kerbishley outside of Greg's or anything like that or someone who even looks like Alan Kerbishley please buy him a sausage roll just if it, if it, you don't even have to go hey you're Alan Kerbishley the former chart manager just be like Here's a sausage roll, Alan <laughs> The title of this episode, Whatever Happened to Alice Ker- Alan Kerbishley? Why, like, no, the title six, of this episode, Why Alan Kerbishley a sausage, a sausage roll, roll, please? Very good. Because okay. he's given some great, like Matty Holland played with, played with them, Carlton Cole. Um, you know, it was just... There was all that. Yeah. Okay. Paolo Di Canio, I think, even played for him after he arriving from a, on a free transfer. John Joe Shelby, he's a former Charlton alumni. I don't know if he played with uh, under Alan Kerbishley. Scott Parker. There's one player that I'm fucking looking for, though. Is it uh, Donker? It's not Donker because he's currently... Uh, he's too, too young. Uh, yeah, no, it's not Donker. Oh, fuck. I, I, I'm pretty sure that I mentioned him on this uh, fucking podcast before. You stay talking, Ken, while I look. Okay, well, in that case, I'm going to wrap things up because that's all we have time for this week no, in terms not. of the Football Manager Football Show, at least until Shane figures out what exactly it is that he's trying to find out. Uh, you're looking for, I don't know, you're looking for Charlton players? No. Legacy players? Yeah, players? Like, like uh, it was around the time of Sasa Illich and all that oh, okay. when they we'll, got promoted. We'll do your thing. If you want to find out what's going on in the podcast, you can join us on Twitter. It's at FMF Show, just like Lee Riggs did this afternoon. Yo, ho, ho, me hearties. Have plenty of rum. You've got nothing to lose. I'm Going on to the transfer and market, good keep fucking stalling. Of King Sir Socks Revenge. That's where you will uh, find us is at FMF Show. You can also find out more details on the podcast, listen to previous episodes on the website. It is FMFshow.com. This week, there you'll also find details and links and everything else you need to know about Football Manager 2023. There's probably going to be a load of stuff happening. If you're planning saves, if you're planning new things for FM23, if you've got curveballs and you're like, oh man, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do my ninth tier of the MLS, I'm going to start unemployed, I'm going to build a nation with, I don't know, Outer Mongolia or something and do all of that kind of crap. We'd love to hear about it. Find us there on the, the Twitter side of things, on the website side of things. You can email podcast at fmfshow.com as well. I'm getting there. You can find him at sarasog1. You can find me at Tactical Manager and the tacticalmanager.com has a few other blog posts in it too and that's about it Shane O'Keefe you're running out of time I know I'm fucking scoreline.ie bringing you the podcast just about done Clive Mendonca hey. it was Clive fucking Mendonca yes yes <laughs> fucking Danny Mills used to play with him Paul Koncheski used to play with him. Well, it was all about Sasa Illich and Clive Mendonca. Lads, please, start a GoFundMe for Alan Kerbishley. Let's get him back into management. If he wants to be my assistant at Orlando Pirates in, in virtual life, fine. We'll get him on a network save. If not, he can come to Castle Warren. I'll give him a fucking bed. But if you see him, please, out on the streets of the UK, buy him a sausage roll. On that note, that's all that we absolutely have time for. This has been the Football Manager Football Show. He has been Shane O'Keefe. I've been Ken McGuire. We will do this all again next Friday. Good luck. The Football Manager Football Show. Brought to you by scoreline.ie.